Thank you for downloading this episode of a History of Central Florida podcast. This is the podcast where we explore Central Florida's history through the artifacts found in local area museums and historical societies. This series is brought to you by Riches, the regional initiative to collect the histories, experiences, and stories of Central Florida and the Orange County Regional History Center. I am Chip Ford, and I will be your host for today's episode titled Hontoon Owl Totem. The Hontoon Island Owl Totem was found in Volusia County in the mid-20th century and is one of the largest wood carvings found in the southeastern United States. He meets some fragment huge and stops to guess what powerful but unrecorded race once dwelt in that annihilated place. Upon seeing the statue of Ramses II at the British National Museum, Horace Smith wrote these words in wonder of what fantastic ancient Egyptian civilization built such a monument. His poem Ozymandias was a literary commemoration of that loss. We have to imagine what similar sense of loss went through the minds of people who first uncovered the Hontoon Totem and speculated the heights of the St. John's culture that inhabited Florida before the arrival of Europeans. To get at this question, we went to Craig Morris, a park ranger with the Fort Caroline Tamuquin Ecological Preserve. It was dragged from the muck of the St. John's River near Deland by a Mr. Victor Wopke of Eustis, Florida in late June 1955. They realized it was something special, without a doubt, once they pulled it up because of its unique design. I, I doubt Mr. Ropke did, but certainly uh, one of the fathers of Florida archaeology, Ripley P. Bullen, is the archaeologist who studied the totem, and he most certainly realized its very, very important significance. Dr. Bullen speculated on the usage of the totem. He believed it was a burial mound or charnel house marker. But is the object really a totem? We asked Neil Wallace at the Florida Museum of Natural History to explain. Well, the, the word totem recalls for most people uh, totem poles of the northwest coast of North America, and there's not a lot of, a lot of evidence to suggest that's, that's how they really um, were conceived. They, they probably were erected as, as poles. All of the three that have been discovered near Hontoon Island all are sitting on on perches, basically, and the the rotting at the base of the of the owl totem suggests that it was, it was probably erected in the ground. It is important to add that anthropologists found other effigies and in carvings, including one depicting an otter and another depicting a pelican. However, out of all the three, the owl totem is the largest. By examining the carving's ornamentation, we can see how the Tamuquin people constructed their world. Neil Wallace explains the significance of the image of an owl to Indian cultures in Florida. What does an owl mean? Well, there's not a lot to go on, but we can look to other contexts where, where animals are depicted. And there is pottery, which is more durable that has animals depicted. So for example, Weedon Island pottery 
they made effigy vessels, and, and most of those are, well, probably the majority of those are, are birds, and a lot of those are vultures, probably turkey vultures, but there also are some owls. And these have been described by some archaeologists as being anomalous animals. So they're anomalous in the sense that, um, for example, an owl is you know, really active at night. Certain water birds can be anomalous because they're, they, uh, you know, they spend time in the water and also in the sky. So those kinds of animals might have been symbolically important, maybe as um, you know, kind of ways to traverse between the middle worlds and underworlds or, or things like that in, in native cosmologies. By being able to turn his head around, an owl would make an ideal guardian to watch over something that was valued by a society. These outwardly projections signify to us that the Tamaquan and other St. John's cultures believed the burial mounds should be protected. The carving also indicates that the people who carved it were sedentary. A hunter-gatherer society would not have had time to create a detailed piece of artwork such as the Hontoon Island Owl Totem. Dr. Gerald Milanich, Emeritus Professor at the University of Florida, expounds on the affinity that St. John's cultures had with nature. Over thousands of years, the Florida Indians amassed a huge amount of information about their environment. They knew which plants to eat, uh, when to harvest certain leaves, when to harvest certain wild fruits. Uh, they probably knew which plants, if you eat them, kill you. They knew where the animals were, what, how to use animals. They learned about their environment. They knew, and they passed this information on from generation to generation. They were sophisticated. They were complex in the sense that they really understood the environment and the natural setting and how to live well within it. The St. John's area... Uh, Indians knew when it was a good time to go to the coast to pick up periwinkles uh, by the millions that were on the beach. They knew when the sea turtles came ashore and when was a good time to go look for their eggs, how to find a, a turtle nest. Uh, they knew when the shad were running on the St. John's River or when to go out with nets and net them. They had uh, a great understanding of their environment, how to use it, and so forth. But they also... Uh, when you become, you're reliant on nature, um, you want to assure that the shad keep coming down the river or up the river every year to, uh, to spawn. And so uh, people develop a uh, relationship with the supernatural, with what they believe are the powers, the spirits that control these uh, you know, fertility of soil, control the shad, control the turtles. And so they... Uh, over time also developed very complex uh, religious beliefs and practices, just, I'm sure, as complex as anything we have today. They knew how to live, and they were very successful at it, and they essentially prospered for thousands of years in Florida. The Hontoon Island Al Totem is 12 feet long by 2.5 feet wide and is carved from a single piece of wood. It is divided into three portions, the owl, the perch, and the section that has rotted away. The owl and perch portions are 10 feet long. The rotted piece at the bottom of the totem is about 2 feet long. 
Dr. Bulin speculated that erosion at the rotten portion caused it to fall into the St. Johns River. We talked to Donna Rule at the Florida Museum of Natural History to give us some information on the type of wood used. The wood was actually identified by somebody here in forestry back in the 1950s, and it was southern hard pine, which is not an atypical wood and actually is the most dominant wood that's been used by prehistoric peoples here in Florida, whether it's for wood-carved specimens such as the hontoon or deland totem or owl, as well as prehistoric dugout canoes. Being immersed in muck for several hundred years is the reason for the owl's preservation. The owl's feet include five talons per foot, indicating anthropomorphism. On the back of the totem is a wing pattern, consisting of lines that crisscross each other. On the head of the owl are two nodules. The carving was done by an extremely skilled artisan. Anthropologists speculate that shark's teeth, stone tools, and even sand were some of the items used by the artists. It is believed that the totem was made around 1300 CE, which places it in the second period of St. John's culture. The totem symbolizes deep-held beliefs about death and the afterlife. Most wooden artifacts of pre-Columbian Indian cultures have disintegrated or have been destroyed. The totem is one of the few wooden carvings that still exist. Its significance is as a reminder that there was a complex civilization in Central Florida before the Europeans came to the coasts and eventually colonized the region. The word Tamuquin was used by the French to describe all Indian people they encountered in Florida. Where did the St. John's culture live in Central Florida? Neil Wallace explains. St. John's culture developed in the middle St. John's River Valley and and really grew out of this uh, unique environment, this, this freshwater environment of extensive rivers and, and lakes and swamps and freshwater biomes. The St. John's culture was focused on these aquatic habitats, these freshwater habitats, and, um, and thrived there and didn't, didn't really move into these extensive uh, saltwater habitats toward the north, although they did obviously inhabit coastal locales as well in central Florida. Since not all Indians in central Florida were Tamuquin, they did have some cultural similarities. This means that the complex culturally held ideas on death and the afterlife would have been understood by most, if not all, of the societies that comprised the second period of St. John's culture groups. When the men who were dredging the St. John's River looking for Florida pine logs in 1955 pulled up an unusual log, little did they know that they had found something special. That was no log. For more information about the Hontoon Island Al Totem and other artifacts that tell the history of Florida, please visit the Fort Caroline Tamuquin Ecological and Historical Preserve in Jacksonville, Florida. Make sure to join us for our next episode titled Early Maps of Florida.